I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots.
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance's Blast podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey, idiots, we've made it to episode number 11 in the top 40 countdown. Um, this is with Mike Racine. He's fucking hilarious. He's insane. The name of this podcast episode is Mike Racine knew he was a foodie when he ate a frog's pussy in middle school. So there you go. We go all over the fucking place. He's nuts. Uh, love him. Super funny comic. Go follow him everywhere. Uh, he's got a podcast now. He's a wife and a kid now. Boy... Time fucking flies. Anyways, I'm not going to run my mouth anymore because I want you guys to get to enjoying this episode immediately. So here we go. At number 11 in the top 40 episodes of all time with Mike Racine. Hi, idiots. Um, I'm here with Mike Racine of the Sit Down Podcast. Critically acclaimed um, food expert. Hello, Jessica. Slash pasta sauce extraordinaire. It's about right. It's about right? Okay. I don't talk myself up a lot, but I do make a good pasta sauce. You don't talk yourself up a lot? No, I don't. I feel like you've been like, I'm funnier than that fucking guy the last, like, in the last 10 minutes. You've said it like 40 times. I'm kidding. Well, yeah, you we were just talking about one guy. You're right. Who I'm you objectively just... more funny than. But the rest of the day, it's a lot of, you know. He's got good taste in food. He's got good taste in Did you go to any jokes. places that I recommended you go to? Um, Essa Bagel. Yeah, how was it? It's good. It's delicious. Yeah. It's amazing. Did you go to any pizza spots? They sponsor the podcast. No, I, I, I need to like look back through your... I've gone to pizza spots, but it's just been out late with comics, and it's like whatever was right there. Okay. Ed's a bagel is great because I feel like they do a thing, in, where, where, which you don't see in New York anymore, which is that they're mean. The people is that they're mean? There. Yeah, the people is that, working there. What like, kind of a masochist are you? Is that what you like in places? What? Is that Are you the kind of guy that would go to one of those like dicks... Whatever that fucking restaurant is where, like, they're supposed to be mean to you. And you're like, these no. are my kind of people. I know what you're talking about. Actually, my friend wrote a review of Dick's. And he goes, this place isn't good. They called my daughter a whore. <laughs> like a fake Yelp review. That's amazing. Yeah. I always um, thought that'd be such a fun job because I'm a hack. Yeah. No, the reason I like that is because it's kind of like an old New York type of thing. Where oh, where they're just like, like, what do you childhood, want? Yeah, where they're, like, mean. And they don't. you don't really see that as much anymore. Yeah. But that used to be like a stereotypical thing where it's like you go to a deli and they're like, what the f what fucking sandwich do you want? And they just you like, fucking cunt. What? You fat hua. And they're like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, like, oh, you fucking slut. Yeah. There was, I don't know. That was like a, a a thing with New York that I feel like isn't, that's not really a stereotype. You miss anymore. it? You miss like verbal abuse? The, I'm strangers. walking here. I yeah, because it was fun because I'm from, I'm a Jersey kid. Oh. So we would come into the city and like see shows and like go out to lunch and shit like that. And it was like there was something like going Magical. to New York, getting out of your car. It's like you're scared, <laughs> you know, and no one's scared anymore. You're like, it's in just a musical in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I do. Kind in of the 90s, that. you were like scared to come here. I mean, yeah, I guess I did have that cartoonish. I'm walking here thing when I came. I thought I was going to be like that. I mean, one man did yell at me on the, sub the subway like stairs. That. Yeah. Because um, I was going too slow, and he thought I gave him side eye. But I was like, the uh, world isn't against you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to be like, everything's going to be okay. And he's like, shut up, bitch. Uh -huh. 
I was like, all right. Uh, it's I like love that a little York. bit. But you know, like New York used to be like, you know, like the meat packing district was where they like actually packed me. Yeah, they packed me. There were factories <laughs> and, you know, you could be a factory worker or like a blue collar person and still kind of live here and support yourself. And oh, now it's just all like rich hipsters yeah. who live off their parents or like hedge funds or something. Yeah. And they, and, and, the people who own the real estate, like a few years ago, they they actively did that, where they tried to get more professional people into the city, and they they kind of pushed the working class out. It was that like sucks. a yeah. So everyone's gone to what Brooklyn, Ridgewood. Uh, yeah, everyone's gone to like yeah New Jersey and the suburbs and Westchester. And, so you had to and go Long home, Island, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now um, they came to me, which came, I didn't. I yeah. didn't like. Yeah. So now you have these fucking factory workers living they're in your displaced. neighborhood. Now they're all working at Barnes and Noble. Oh, they still have Barnes and Noble here? Yeah. Wow, bookstores are surviving? No, I'm staying in the suburbs. Oh, yeah, the one Barnes and Noble where people take their kids for fun. It's where, like, d- like Disney for dorks. Yeah. but we I was one in... of those dorks. Really? Yeah, I was like, books a million? <laughs> remember Borders? Yeah, I remember yeah. them all. Yeah. I, I remember getting very excited about books as a kid. But one thing I wanted to say was that we would come into the city and my mom would be like, because she used to work in the city. Yeah. And her last day, she was, like, pregnant with me, and two guys tried to rob her, and she, like, screamed at them, and they ran away. Really? They tried so your to mom just, like, chain just like warded off these. Yeah. Do you think that muggers. was you inside of her giving her, like, crazy human strength? Or is your mom just, like, a badass? No, I think, yeah, I think she, I think she probably passed it on. Whatever, whatever is tough about my personality, which is, like, not that much, I think I probably got it from her. Really? Yeah, is your mom Italian? Like a, um, she's a little Italian, Polish and Irish, but Polish she's a Irish. very like take no prisoners kind of. She's very like warlike. You know? She's very warlike. Yeah. What does that mean? She sees life as like a, a constant conflict. Oh, she's so, like very, everyone's she's coming. She's kind of defensive. It's her against everyone. Her against everybody. Do you think that's yeah. kind of a New York thing for like older New York people? Yeah, it could be. My mom grew up in Long Island and she's kind of like that. Just like scrappy. Yeah, combative. And yeah, my, my girlfriend's family is like, they're all like that too. Yeah. And yeah. she's from here too. Um, yeah, Staten Island and oh man, yeah. but it's always like you what guys the fuck? You guys Stop fights. everybody! Shut the fuck up! You go to their, you go to family stuff, and everyone's screaming at each other, and like yeah, all our uncles are cops and firefighters, and but those people all got pushed pushed out. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that, my family's always, was always screaming, and that was so normal. And then when I see other people's families, yeah, like I've dated guys who come from very like quiet, well mannered families. I yeah. don't know how. Yeah, but. I'm always Maybe like, they see something here? in you that that. Uh, yeah, I'm the know. fire. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, idiots. You're sc- you're scrappy. I am. It's a little. Yeah, you're a little scrappy. Yeah, I'm probably gonna. You know, I'm training to be a fighter. So nice. Yeah, I just decided right now. With Luis Gomez. Um. Will he train me, Luis? Are you listening? Probably. Please train me. Is he really? Luis J. Gomez. Luis J. Gomez. Yeah, but we would come into the city, and, and my my parents like don't like each other. They're it's they're are they divorced or they're just like no, a miserable couple that's together. together. They're a miserable couple like, that's together. Fuck, together. and what are your parents' names? Uh, Bob and Barbara. Of course, that's that's great. Yeah. Bob and Barbara. Yeah, but my mom used to work in the city, and she'd be like, "Oh, there's something about New York tuna. I don't know what it is. It's just better than all the other tuna." <laughs> New York tuna of yeah. all things. Yeah, 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 which is like not real. It's tuna. It's the same. It's in a can. It's tuna. It comes out of a can, and it's mixed with mayonnaise. And like that's, that's chicken it. of the sea. There's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, but she would be like, "Oh, this is about New York tuna." So I would always get a tuna sandwich because she liked the tuna sandwiches. And then my dad would be like, "Hey, your mother's always like, ah, New York tuna. Like it's different." <laughs> just be mad at her. <laughs> just mad over not like over nothing. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's such an interesting. I've never heard the New York tuna thing. No, because it's not real. She just kind of like it's just in her head. 
Oh. Well, she sounds fun. She's fun. Wait, so you... Is your dad Italian? I feel like you're super Italian, or yeah. is that just the vibe My you give off? My dad's all Italian. Yeah, he's like, what, yeah. like Sicily gangster mob? Um, everybody thinks that, but he's like a banker. He's very oh. mild-mannered. People are surprised when they meet my dad, but he's, he's got like, a little bit of like where did Mike a, come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I came from either, but he's got a little bit of like a fake tough guy oh, yeah? thing in him. Yeah. Does he wear a gold chain? No, I don't. Yes, I, th- I guess sometimes <laughs> I wear one. I have another one that's bigger, and I of course you the do. reason I don't wear it is because my girlfriend broke it. <laughs> oh, did she fight. do it on purpose? Was, yeah. she, was she like, I've had enough of this fucking yeah. chain? Has she hit all your Fila suits? Well, we got into a fight, and she ripped it off. Really? Yeah, she ripped it off God. and tried to break my uh, PlayStation controller. You guys sound like a controller. passionate couple. Yeah, we are. I love that. Yeah. <sighs> when she's hitting me on the street, someone goes, are you okay? And I go, we're passionate. We're passionate. <laughs> Leave me alone. She's like, shut up, fucker. Yeah. Uh, okay, Bella. Yeah. Oh, okay. So wait, let's talk about Italian stuff for a second. All right. Did you grow up in like a... Well, basically, you want to grab her by the hair so she can't (laughs) run away. Stupid. (laughs) Um, Uh, You want to beat your kids with the wooden spoon because it doesn't leave a mark. Does it not? The one with the holes? But it does leave a mark in their psyche. Yeah. And how how do you continue to make sauce? Even though you're traumatized by being beat with a spoon, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe it's a but. But my mom would do this thing where when she got real mad, she would like point at our at the upstairs with a spoon, and she'd be like, "Get up in that room!" And we'd be like, "You're gonna no, you're gonna hit me!" Like she would want us to, and she's like, "I'm not gonna hit you. Just go." And she would always like get one more swat in as we would like <laughs> run up to our our bed our room. Uh, I love parenting from the '80s and '90s. Yeah. And before, when you could just like yeah, I mean, we turned kid. out fine. I mean, I'm not fine. We just turned out to be comedians. That's all. Yeah, we're just in a weird hotel room. Yeah. Um, talking into microphones to nobody. Yeah, it's fine. I feel like we're we're totally sane. You got to be real patient though to be a parent. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I couldn't. Even, I can't even have a house plant. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. I don't either. Like, do you have kids? I, I mean, friends with it. kids. Um, no. I do it from like back home and I'll yeah. just, I forget. And then when I'm home, just like once a year or less, uh-huh. it's, you know, you see my pictures, and you're like, oh, your kid, cute. And then I'm like, oh, this is like a life that yeah. you are always responsible, responsible for. for. Could you imagine you being responsible for me or me responsible for you? No, I can't. Like... I'm, <laughs> I'm just your caretaker. Yeah. Like, Mike? (laughs) I literally went home when my first close friend had a baby. We went home and I went and saw her at her house and I was like, oh my God, so cute. And then I was like, let's go grab lunch. And she she said, okay, I just have to get him ready and put him in his car seat. And which takes like two hours. When legitimately I had this moment of like, oh yeah, you have to bring it with us. Yeah. And I never thought I'd be someone that detached, but kids are so not on my radar you gotta have them at like 18 and then then when you're 36 they'll be 18 and you're still kind of hot at 36 so you go out and you have more kids yeah no then you just get that like second husband with your pussy that's still tight enough to snap back Mm -hmm. but 36 is like an okay age run like the wind i mean yeah i guess how old are you 30 okay yeah that's it that makes sense 36 is still relatively young i feel like it is i feel like what is in I don't know if what seems young is getting older because we're getting older. So we're like, oh, that's not that bad. Or yeah. if it's just actual society. People are living longer. Well, youth sucks. And I feel like your your brain doesn't even really work till you're like 25, 26. No, they say right? it doesn't fully form. So yeah. it's crazy thinking about 
when I was 23 or whatever, losing my mind and then going, oh, yeah, like I really wasn't a full person then. Yeah. And the person you are from like 23 to 27 becomes a completely different. Yeah. You're like, holy fuck, how did I function? Yeah, I feel like it wasn't until I was like mid-20s that I had an ability to like think past my emotions, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like you hear something or or someone makes you feel a certain a certain way and you would just like and you want to fight them or like whatever. react do you yeah. fight people like, all the time no but i would i would i was very like combative and <laughs> you were defensive and yeah were you like <laughs> now i'm cool as a cucumber <laughs> cool as a cucumber a cucumber uh-huh. in a hot sauce like i feel like yeah that's interesting i'm cool as a microwaved cucumber that is okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so you're autistic or no what's what? the verdict yeah, you um, have a you have a brother that's autistic, right? Yeah, what's that like? It's great. Yeah, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. Is he cool? Totally normal childhood, and uh, well, they say that like I mean, I've read I read I just for fun read books about uh, psychology of parenting and like not parenting, but like how like I'm potentially affected by. I read a whole book on neglect and emotional neglect, and um, there's so many different forms of that. Remember that. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was, like, 12 different versions of it in the book. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were, like, there's just different ways other than being, like, specifically just left alone. Yeah. But then I was, I was, like, oh, my parents did, like, 11 out of 12 of these things. Oh, yeah. But having, um, and a lot of times it's, like, not, it doesn't mean it's a bad parent. It's just hard to parent, unintentional. Yeah. But if there was like something you're going to fuck like up a, a kid any any. No matter what you do. No matter what you do. But that was the thing is that, like, if having multiple kids and if one has... Um, some type of disability or illness. Yeah. Sometimes it like act, you inadvertently end up neglecting the other kids because you're so hyper concerned. Yeah, of course. With the special needs kid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is your brother older than you? Younger. He's than you? younger. He's twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Does he still live at home? Is yeah. he like yeah? He's like nonverbal. He can say a few things and say some sentences and respond to stuff, but he's mostly nonverbal. And yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um. That's Good so kid though. You know, it's like. You do your best for him, and you. I try to when I'm home. I try to take him to like the gym or whatever. Oh, that's take cool. Take him out and get him. Yeah, get him out of the house. Did you talk a lot as a kid? Were they like sometimes? I wish this one would just shut the <laughs> fuck up. Not really. No. I feel like my parents were like, oh, "I've just one industrial accident, and she won't be able to speak." <laughs> Did you talk a lot? I never shut the fuck up. Like, uh-huh. uh, it was. It's it's an ongoing problem in my life. I yeah. can't stop talking. Yeah, but that's like uh, not a necessarily a bad thing. No, oh, women be yapping. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just how my brain filters things. I like have to say them out loud. It's, I have a weird thing where I have to say things out loud to just get them out of my head sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wait, you tweeted, and you're probably just joking, obviously, but you tweeted about people thinking you're autistic. Is that a real thing? Uh, someone asked me recently. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and like I did a podcast recently, and I was looking at a, a video from the show. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm like watching myself like listen and I I look like my brother. My brother's name is Alex. Oh. And I'm like I look just like Alex the way he kind of like looks around and, you know. Yeah. But also I'm like thinking a lot. I'm always thinking about stuff and I well, feel he's like he's probably thinking. Yeah. That's interesting. But you know, comedy is like you're always trying to say the thing that other people don't think of. So my brain is always It's constantly trying to jump ahead or yeah, like it's how can 100 I miles an hour like yeah. yeah, it's yeah. always just like leaps and bounds. Yeah, it's like a nightmare. 
No, it is. It's yeah. so. It's. I guess that's the catch twenty two. Like if of I retire, comedy. yeah. Like if I retire from comedy, I'm gonna get a lobotomy and I'm just gonna live shut this thing on off. a lake. Yeah, shut it off and just whatever. Yeah, no, it's and like just be a Walmart greeter somewhere. Oh. Wouldn't that be great? Just to like you don't have to think about to anything. be satisfied, like to not think and just be able to go like, oh, clocked into work, yeah. clocking out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a gift and a curse. I think just mindless. Yeah, because. Yeah, my brain w- runs so wild sometimes that it feels like out of control. And it yeah. always feels like there are times where I feel out of breath just from my brain. Mm-hmm. Do, do, does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, fuck. I said that and then my whole brain shut down. <laughs> um, who's texting you? Nobody. Rude. Sorry. Rude. It's no, I'm kidding. Edit it out. You're fine. No, I will not. You guys, are you listening? He's rude as fuck. How long have you been doing comedy? I guess it's going to be 12 years in May. 12 years in May. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah. comedy. It's like too long. Yeah, is it? No, I feel like you're doing well, though. You've done stuff. You've been like Comedy Central, Conan. Sure. Other shit. Thanks. What? Are you feeling discouraged? What? Are you feeling discouraged? Or are you um, just tired yeah, of it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah? Yeah, I think a little, a little of both. And yeah. I've, like, put so many eggs into one basket, and now it's, like, that basket just got, like, lit on fire. Because, like, stand-up's just not really what it used to be, and getting out on the road and stuff yeah. like that is, is harder than it was. Because you think, like, the, cause the way the culture is shifting, and people are like, we'd rather have someone be yeah. palatable than have jokes. Well, and it's more fragmented, and it's more, like, there's YouTube stars and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's so many comics now, too, where I feel like maybe 10 years ago it was a little easier to... Uh, to stick to, stand out or, like, get work. Yeah. Because there's less people doing it. Yeah. Oh man! Or to or to like, I mean, if I had my credits like ten years ago, I would. I think I would be in better shape. Yeah, but like, if you had what you had then, like, how do you have now? Back then, yeah, you'd have risen yeah. further by now. Yeah, I mean, this year's been kind of tough because like I lost my uh, road agent, so no more road work. Oh my god! And now I've had to just sort of regroup and figure out like what the next thing. Is. But I do feel like I'm starting over in a lot. Yeah, of Yeah, really. You know? Yeah, so like, you know, but then I started doing a podcast and and it's fun and I like it. It's going well. Are, I feel like it's well I think well it's going received. well. I think it's well received. Yeah, it's called the Sit Down. You guys it's check about it out. Organized crime. That's amazing. You know? yeah. Or dude, crime podcasts they get like crazy, they crazy do. fan bases. Yeah, yeah. They organized also, crime is like to... mafia stuff. Yeah, I mean we relate it to organized crime in like whatever way. Oh, so it's like yeah. sometimes loosely. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's good. It's good to have like a tie-in. Sometimes we'll be like, you know, who's a gangster? Who's like a gangster? And we'll be like, Rachel Dull is all. And then we'll just talk about her. Oh my God. She kind of is a gangster. Yeah. Um, In a really weird, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Rachel Dull is just a whole thing. Is she moving? Didn't she change her name to something Nigerian? I don't know. Did she? I don't know. I read that somewhere. Mm. It's fucking crazy. Um, what if she just got more, <laughs> more and more black every time we saw She just leaned into her. it. Yeah, yeah. She's like not backing down. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't understand what it is like <laughs> to be. Now I am trans-African. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. That's a great accent. No, people don't do it enough. No, yeah, because it's like now offensive to do other accents. What's the deal? I don't even know. I don't know I what don't. is offensive anymore. I feel like I can't even like say what the color of my furniture is without people being like, hey. Yeah. I don't well, know. I'm, uh, well, that's the thing with comedy and like the internet. It's like now everybody has a voice, but like it's up to us to figure out what is funny and, and just do that. Yeah. And not worry about it. That and that's is... kind of like one thing that I'm finding is like we're kind of like the specialists. So it's yeah. like other people can can say what it is, but we have to have a strong sense of what we think is funny, what we want to do. And just we have to do that. And hopefully people will like respond to it. Yeah. You know? Instead of trying to bend to like 
the culture or whatever you think people want you to say. But then what is that? That's not that's not anything. Like Well, no, cuz I see a lot of people who are not even doing super well but seem like their voices within their own comedy community where it's like you're not saying jokes, you're just saying things that people with the same political beliefs as you agree with. Yeah, and I feel like I'm so far removed from those people that I don't even want to like, like think that I don't they give exist cuz yeah. I'm trying to be funny and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you but the other day or last night I was just where I was just like riffing in a car with some other comics and I was like, yeah, I feel like when Ben Carson did brain surgery, he probably like drew lightning bolts in people's heads, in people's brains. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I get it. Because he's like a black surgeon. I, but yeah, I didn't want to explain it. because, But then I felt like I was like, let me explain it to yeah. the, the listeners. I think that's funny. Like how they do with fades. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, so like, bomb in the car. So like, no, I mean, it got to laugh. But like, I, I think that's funny and I can't. If I think that's funny, I can't worry about if whether other, or not if how it's going to be get received. Like, yeah, yeah, I get too in my head about that because we're the to. fucking specialists. Yeah, like, like we are we're the experts, so we should have a sense of what's funny. People trust you to yeah, and we got to commit to it. Oh my god, commitment! Like my friend does a podcast, and he, he'll make fun of like day laborers. Which really? Is, yeah, but the way he does it is like so funny because he does like a day laborer voice, and like that that to <laughs> me is like people go comedy should punch up and not down. And to me, that's like the ultimate punching down is to make fun of somebody who like sits in a Home Depot parking lot. I mean, yeah. So they can but make I also like 40, feel like 50 bucks. Like as comedians, we're like deep down just all these like weak, sad pussies. So when you go to like comedy should punch down, I just picture all comedians metaphorically on their back doing that like safety thing where you're like kicking up and we're like, there's no punching down. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Maybe. I'm just like, I'm just punching everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Get away from me. Yeah, yeah. I think that just, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the sense of like punching down just to punch down. There are people who, in the same way that there are people who will say positive things about, you know, equality. Comedy is too too complex and too like abstract. The stuff that makes you laugh just makes you laugh. You can't put those limitations on it. Well, yeah. And then it's like you're trying to censor what... What makes you laugh is just so ridiculous because laughter is an innate response to something, which like. But my question to you is: Do you do you see people trying to censor stuff? Like I, I haven't seen someone make a legitimately funny joke and then people have a problem with it. Um, you know. So you just have to find. I think as long as you, you come out and, like, put it funny, out as long as you like put out hard, it's like. Yeah. I mean, there are people who. Do people like listening to this? By the way, like. <laughs> comedy stuff comics talking about yeah i don't know do you let me oh, know you guys we don't yeah, i don't talk her. i don't do a bunch, bunch of pop, like comedy talk usually okay I com- it comes in every once in a while like i i like had ari on and it was about judaism but hmm. we slipped into talking about comedy and gender because i was talking about gender and judaism but i feel like someone's like what shut the fuck yeah, up because it's only it's our theories. thing and yeah. i wouldn't want to like listen to two plumbers being like let me tell you about piping yeah let yeah, me yeah. tell you about clock toilets yeah yeah Somebody um, said uh, dissecting a joke is like dissecting a frog. Uh, like no it makes one you horny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the smell of that like formaldehyde. It's like, like, oh, look at those little intestines. I want to squeeze a little, squeeze out the little froggy turds. Yeah, it's that, like a little, it's like a little penis. Open them the up, frog intestine. Yeah, for you, not suck for it. me. Yeah, Just, and I'm like this. Me, I, I ate the frog's pussy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody had to. Isn't that like, what? My frog- scientist is like, Mike, stop eating the frog's pussy. You're like, frog legs is classy. Uh, yeah. I'm a foodie. Huh, yeah. <laughs> That's that was, how I knew I was a foodie. That was your foyer. When I ate a frog's <laughs> pussy in <laughs> middle school. 
middle <laughs> That's school That's how science. I knew. Yeah. Well, how long have you been making sauce out of and putting it in jars and selling it out of your trunk? I guess maybe like five years. Yeah? yeah. Is it a family recipe or did you just like try No, something? I just started doing it and pe- I started selling it and people liked it. So Yeah? It's like a little extra thing for money. Is it different all the time or is it like the exact same recipe? It's I try to keep it consistent. Yeah? Yeah, that's important. And is Consistency that, is very important. Is it... <laughs> Um, is that an annual thing? Does it do. come out randomly or is it like it's once just a year whenever it's I like, season? No, it's like whenever I run out of money and just need to do something. I yeah, know. you're just like, uh-oh, times are tough. Time to pull out the sauce pot. Yeah. Resourceful. Yeah. Damn. And I put it in my trunk and I, uh, yeah. Sell it then illegally. Then the money comes in, yeah. Yeah? It's not illegal. I mean, it probably is. Yeah, fine. But it's not. Yeah. No, it's like you're, right? I don't know. People buy, yeah. do bake sales. Are yeah. bake sales illegal? I don't know. Um, I'm not a narc, so I don't think about that kind of stuff. Oh, Life's too short, you know? I'm just constantly just afraid. Trying to make a dollar. Yeah, I get it. Um, my last guest was Wendy Starling, and after that interview, I was like, should I become a sugar baby? I could oh. just suck an old dick for money, but I can't. Yeah. I could only suck an old dick for love. That's my currency. You couldn't do it for money? I mean, here's the thing. I could never... Go into a thing going, I'm going to fuck you for money. Yeah. If I fucked a guy because I wanted to fuck him and then he was like, would you like some money afterwards? Yeah. I would yeah. be like, so yeah, weird. I'm going to yeah. fucking. Oh, okay. I get paid less than men. Ty- you ever see Midnight Cowboy? No. It's John Voight when he's young and he decides he's going to like move to New York and mm. be like a, be a gigolo. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's like his, how he's going to like make it. That's hilarious. He takes a bus to New York. <laughs> like I'm going to be a gigolo. Yeah. I think it came out in 70, uh, no, six, 68. Wow, do you know a lot out, of... I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that's another reason I might be autistic, because sometimes my brain will bring up, like, little, you know, little minutiae. Specific things? Yeah. I just feel like that's how the brain works sometimes for some people. Yeah. Sometimes I think, because, like, obviously there's people with... Wait, you want to put money on when, when Midnight Cowboy came out? No, I've never even heard of the movie. Why oh, would okay. I put money on it? Well, anyway, he moves to New York 69. To be, he moves to New York to be a gigolo. And yeah. then he fucks this like older lady on Park Avenue that he meets like walking her dog. Oh my god, we're on Park Avenue. We're on Park Avenue South. Oh, Park Avenue so North is, is like, where the rich, rich, richy riches are. Yeah, this is like this is like new money, kinda. <sighs> you mean young guys with money? Yeah, that's why I'm here. Did you see anyone in the lobby <laughs> to look uh, alone? Just like yeah. Oh, uh, good. I need a good dad. Um, but anyway, he fucks this older lady, and uh, she says something about money. He's like, actually, um, I, I was going to ask you for some money because I just got into town. And uh, and she's like, you were going to ask me for money? Like, she's, like, insulted that he, you know. Oh, my God. Like, he didn't think that through, that she would be insulted. Because she's like, I'm a sexy, I'm a sexy chick. But she's, like, old and kind of, She's, like, like, old you know, and gross. She's yeah, 30. She's going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, she's ew. like, She's, like, 31. Gross. <laughs> What a monster. No, she's probably like in her 50s. Would you ever gigolo? What, what? You said 69. I huh? did. We should have put money on it because it was. I did put money on it. Don't you remember I said right, I'll put much? money on it? All right. $300. Oh, you owe okay. me. So start making sauce. All right. Uh, damn it, you guys. I forgot no, that I also remember years. There's another scene in that movie where like he's because he like goes to New York and he's like destitute because the gigolo thing's not working out. I'm shocked that John Voight wasn't a good gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's young. It's young John Voight. Uh, still. So he's like. A, he's like. So he's like. OK. looking. He's like. OK. Looking. Yeah. Yeah. It was before the worms got in his brain and he became like a crazy a, person. A right. Crazy right winger. But um, yeah, he's like there's a scene where he's like narrating the movie and he's like, all right, cowboy. He's like, you're going to have to 
you're going to have to do. He's like, are you ready to do what you need to do? And he's, he like goes, he meets this kid in a movie theater and the kid like sucks his dick in the movie theater. Oh my God. He's like this young closeted gay kid. Oh wow. And and then he goes to get money and he's like, all right, now you're going to, you're going to pay me now. Right. Cause I guess that was the arrangement. Yeah. And the kid's like, mister, I'm sorry. I don't have any money. He's like, what? You don't have any money. <laughs> just he just wanted kid. to suck his dick. <laughs> yeah. Just the kid was going to pay him to suck his dick. That's crazy. I've heard yeah. people saying that, you know, back in the, you know, hide in a bush days. Yeah. You should just have a whole podcast where you just explain movies in your voice. Like where you're just All like, right. and then this happens. Okay. Um, no, but, but then, so, so now it's like, it's like his lowest point in the city. He's like, he eating, just got his dick sucked. Yeah. A guy sucked his dick and he, he didn't even have money. He's like, he's like, give me your watch. And he like tries to take the kid's watch. He's like, no, my mother's gonna, <laughs> it's like the saddest. Is it like a kid kid? He's like probably, you know, 19, 20. He's That's like a college so kid. Funny. He's like a college kid who's not out. My mother. And, uh, no, my mother's going to ask me where my watch is. It's like, it's really, I'm getting like bummed out thinking about it. <laughs> like, I feel I bad for John Voight. I feel bad for, for the kid. For the kid, he's like, he just wanted to suck a dick. Yeah. Uh, but come on, it's like, bring some money. I mean, you're you getting suck paid to get your dick sucked? Can you, um, what life is that? Because he's not gay. He's heterosexual. So he, like, so he desperately like, wants to suck a dick, which I get. I would never pay to suck a dick, but I get. I get if you're like unable to act out like your sexual urges, why that would get so crazy. Like I would never pay to suck a dick because I can suck a dick at any time. Like I could just go, let me suck your dick. Oh, what a world we live in. But if you had to like live a lie and sneak around just to suck a dick. <sighs> I'm so broken. I think I'm like why? That gay mm. man from that movie trapped in my body. Yeah. Like, well, he's young, so he'll figure it out. You don't have an excuse because you're like, <laughs> I'm, you're old. I'm 55. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. But it's such a funny thing. Like, he just gets his dick sucked <laughs> and for then, no reason. I mean, I feel like there's silver lining to that, right? At least you got your dick sucked. What ends up happening? Yeah, but now you had a gay experience. Yeah, so, so you're like a real New Yorker. <laughs> right. I'm walking here into this butt. <laughs> like That was for Midnight Cowboy, too. It was? I yeah, that I'm was walk, from everything, I'm walking though. Here. No, but that's like famously. You think the original? Yeah. yeah. It Dustin is? Hoffman said it. Do you know everyone who's ever said I'm walking here in a movie? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Do you? No. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Let's see. We talked about, I want to talk more about, Ita I mean, are you, I feel like you're so Italian, but I guess not. Um, Let's go back to the. Autistic thing. Okay. Bum bum. Yeah. Wait. Well, somebody asked me if I was autistic. I don't think I am, but I might be. I don't know. I. I well, don't you? I also I, feel like uh, that's a buzzword that people throw around. Yeah, it is. Like when people go like, "I'm such an alcoholic" because they've had yeah. two drinks. And it's like, yeah, no, my father burned our house down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with a bottle of Jim Beam in his hands. Yeah. Like you're not. It's like the new. Um, yeah, it's like the new thing to to like insult people. Which has got to be like... But it's also very... Com it's it's way more common than it was now. I think it's like one in like 30 kids or something has autism. Is it, uh, is it's it very more com common or, or are they just catching it more, you think? Like, I feel like 20 years ago, were people like, he's autistic or were they like, yeah, my kid's just a fucking weirdo. You know, yeah, like they didn't know. have a word for it. Yeah. Maybe not 20 years ago, like 40 years ago. Yeah. Or it's just like, oh, he's just different. They called it they called it the wacky neighbor syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's got that, that kid. Yeah. The they called it. They called it Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They called god. it Kramer, Kramer's disease. 
Kramer's. Yeah. Imagine. When you would go up and yell the N-word at people. Yeah, that's at your, Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's also a form of autism. Is it? Yeah. That's what I used. That's why I'm not banned from all the clubs where I where You said I you had that. Tourette's? Yeah. No, I said I have Kramer syndrome. I have Kramer syndrome. Which is a form of autism. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, well, there's also such a spectrum where there's people who are like high-functioning autism. And it's like if you didn't know what that was years ago, if you didn't have like a doctor who knew about Asperger's, yeah, kind of just like, yeah, your kid's not good at socializing. Right. So like... So like Thomas Jefferson might have been autistic, they say, because he was like this like brilliant guy. But he like just kept raping. Stuff. Yeah, and he like kept raping <laughs> slaves, which is like I think the number one thing with autism is is theory of mind, where it's like if you can't feel other people's feelings, then ah. that might be autism. That's interesting because then so you go, Thomas Jefferson was like, yeah, no, they they work here for free. I bought them. They're mine. They're mine. I'm going to put my wiener in them. Yeah, and my seed. It's like, yeah, nobody else, nobody talks about the other things that Thomas Jefferson fucked, like these he books. He had 600 slaves, over 600 slaves, which is a, That's which a, is a lot. lot of slaves. Yeah. I mean. I haven't, I don't think I've ever performed for 600 people <laughs> at one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And he had that many just working for him. Just yeah. one man. I remember in fifth grade, my, um. My th- no fourth grade. My fourth grade teacher was like, "Yeah, so Thomas Jefferson figured out that if if he had a pond for fish, you know, he could have fresh fish all the time. So he would um he would have his slaves. Yes, he had slaves. His slaves would go and catch fish. And she's she like, like, making like, this point. Over it? Yeah, just glossed over a, a, the, who was doing the, uh, the yeah. who was tending to his uh, fish I, pond. I through like sixth grade lived in Southern Mississippi, and I don't think they ever mentioned presidents having slaves. Yeah. Just never spoke about it, and then when I got they older, I was just like, like glossed over it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, which, which is so interesting because like it or, just or speaks to. I mean, obviously that was a terrible thing. Yeah, but I think there's something to be drawn from that, possibly in the imperfection of people, because I do think that. I don't there was know a children's get... book that came out recently that was like a, a birthday present for George Washington. It's like George Washington with like his slave like making him a cake, and oh. people were like really mad about it because <laughs> it was just some slave. Like, <laughs> oh like, my god! Happy birthday, happy birthday, George Washington! <laughs> I love my life. It's great. <laughs> and there was no poison in the cake. What kind of? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess oh. slavery was fucked up. Yeah. It wasn't cool. Who had that joke? Oh, I dated a guy who had a joke about George Washington being like, I mean, I I don't even know the full context of the joke, but just being like, I cannot tell a lie. My slave chopped down that cherry tree. (laughs) I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like, I I feel like nowadays, and obviously I'm not comparing like someone's made a bad judgment call with a tweet to owning slaves. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like people get, completely wiped out over one or it seems like they do over one faux pas or one mistake like if someone says something not pc it seems so it wasn't that big of a deal that they had the slaves is what you're saying no fuck you it's just yeah i guess yeah i guess if there was the internet back then maybe someone would have been like hey what about his slaves yeah Uh, i think people i i don't know i i think if you if like and also, th- here's another thing I've been going through recently where it's like I'm getting, I think I'm getting too woke. Like I'm getting woke to the point where it's like annoying. Yeah, where I'm like, oh, I can't even. 
Because even what I just started to say, I was like, I can't say that. That's a t- yeah. What's that thought? Yeah. Where I'm questioning my thoughts because it's like, well, I don't believe this, but it is a thought that came in my head. Well, here's a thought that came in my head about that, where it's like slavery was like a thing that was terrible, but it was this widespread thing that was accepted and everybody did it because yeah. people justified it. However, they were like, oh well, no, it's actually better off for them to, for for them to be working because they're happy. Yeah, whatever they people told themselves, did, whatever they, they had to. Well, tell which which people do with so many things, like people people like like now cheat like, on their wives, and they're like, well, you know, if I don't sleep around, I'm just gonna get angry at Cheryl, and yeah. it's gonna break up our home. Right. People are like, uh, yeah, people are like people cheat on their wives. I'm like, but I'm Italian. <laughs> but I, my, I have to do it. I have to. I it's got in my DNA. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got. I this. need a guma. I'm a fucking Italian stallion. It's part yeah. of my culture, and it's like, no, you're a pig. Yeah. Have you ever had like a, a side dude? No, I am yeah, so. I guess su- it's not a thing. No, it is. I have friends that have. I have girlfriends that have had like committed boyfriends, and they have a whole side thing going on. Yeah. Um. They sound like real fucking scumbags. The sore dudes. That I do hope it. there's a hell that they, and they go there. I mean, because that's it. That's against the sixth commandment. I mean, which was what's the sixth commandment? You fucking whores. Don't I'm such a, I'm such a hypocrite with that stuff. Why do like, you cheat on your girlfriend? No, no. But and then I, you beat her when she cheats on you. No, but I used to like sort of think it was okay, and I used to sort for of a guy like, or just in general for a guy. Oh. And then I don't think it's cool when girls do it, but I sort of justified it by being like, well, guys just have this biological urge. This to, sex urge. Well, that's the thing yeah. is, I also think we're. But I like women have. I have that. such a really, but I don't know if women have this where they have that ego. Where they're like, uh, um, where like you'll see a girl that you used to date like get engaged and it like bothers you. You think that women don't have? Oh that? no, I guess they do. But 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 I think for guys it's like a possessive thing where it's yeah, like, it's like you were mine. Yeah. I think mo. I think that that's and you're actually, supposed to still be mine. Well, I think that's most people until you is get it? over okay. your ego. Yeah, which is a hard thing for most people to do. Our egos exist for a reason. It's to like emotionally. But you think with men, us. it's a more pos- it's more of a possessive thing. I don't know. I think most people, when they break up with someone, regardless of... But, but when you see an ex get engaged, it, it, it still it bothers you? No. My most recent ex got in a relationship right after, and that bothered me because it was so quick and because he, we had a discussion of, like, hey, like, let's tell each other yeah. when the other starts dating, and I had to find out from someone else. Yeah. I also found out when I was on prescription steroids, so I was, like, literally crazy. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so Are you doing, like, bodybuilding or something? No, I have yeah. a, an autoimmune disease, and it was flaring up really bad. So Are you sure you could tell me if you were... I wasn't. I wish. I know I that. look like I'm buff and you have like the, you have like the pecs and just you wear a bra over them <laughs> but you still have like muscular <laughs> um, over your nipples you know what's your nipples up are like is this big i'm pretty flat chested and when i lose weight um like when i start to get in shape at a certain angle if i take a picture laying down it just looks like i have nice pecs oh yeah because <laughs> i have like such small tits uh-huh. and i'm like this would be great if i was just like a little boy like if i was like a not a little boy mm. but like a twink i'd be like look at these little muscles yeah yeah but just an I angle like they're too. Thank you. You're so kind. No, I think a lot of us have to think, even if you're When I met you, I was like, Jessica, you should be a boy. (laughs) My mom thought that. She dressed me as a boy for the first, like, eight years of my life. Yeah, I've seen those pictures, yeah. Um, She thought you were a boy? She didn't just look at... (laughs) She 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 could just look at your pussy. (laughs) I got a big clit. Uh (laughs) It's hard to tell. It's just like... And the lips look like balls. It's Mm -hmm. like a whole thing. Oh, okay. I was supposed to be a boy. It was like the 80s when the ultrasounds weren't that good. Mm -hmm. Till the day I was born, I was Brian, and then... I was born, and she's like, I'm going to name her. This is true. My mom was like, I'm going to name her Stephanie Nicole. 
Um, You're still Brian in a lot of ways. I mean, aren't we all? <laughs> aren't uh, we all? Br- yeah. I was abused by a boyfriend named Brian, and I feel like that's some sort of weird universal karma for okay. me not being a man. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, know what that means. You being a little hard on yourself, I think. I mean, wait, there was a point to all of this. Yeah, go ahead. No, it had to do with something you were saying. Oh, fuck. We were talking um, about uh, gender stuff and possessive possessiveness. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing is I think most people. Because when I see a girl that I used to like date and now she's engaged, I, I just have this like feeling in my stomach. I'm like, that's mine. It's ego. Yeah, it's ego. Well, yeah. Well, because you break even if you're the one who breaks up with them. But it, it doesn't seem like women have as much of a problem with ego as guys do. Maybe. I don't know. I think. I think women for sure do. I yeah. mean, I have girlfriends that like will get possessive over guys that they didn't even date. Yeah. But you don't, I mean, you don't hear, you don't if you get engaged. You see a lot of female engaged, rappers who are like, I'm the fucking shit. Excuse me? That's the only kind of female rappers you see. But there's not as many of them as guys. That's just a numbers game, though. That's yeah. just like, there's less people rapping. Yeah, okay. Um, there's less female comedians. Yeah. But like, they're still, I think we're, men and women are different in so many ways. Wow, also, really? No, but also. This is a great, have you explored this premise like on stage? Ladies be like, what? Have you thought about, yeah. No, but I think people discount how many ways we're similar. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Well, we both have a pulsing feeling when we come, so we're humans. Yeah. Um, no, I think most people see even if you broke up with someone, you see them oh. get in another relationship, you see them get engaged. There's just Stinks. this part of you that you're like, you know, I want to be happy for them. And you're like, whatever, I'm going to move on, they'll move on. But you're like, but I want them to secretly always really want me and yeah. be like, why didn't I make it work? Yeah. That's an ego thing. Yeah. But I don't think that's just men. I think women do that all the time. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, no, I, I don't, right. but I think I think I probably maybe used to when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. But I've also done a lot of shrooms, and I'm very like, I just want everyone to love one another. Yeah. And like universal. I've always been a big... Do you think the way that men and women are different, do you think it's all <laughs> socialized? Do you think it's all socialized, or do you think uh, um, it's like biological? some of it is biological? I think some of it is biological. I think some of it is biological. I mean, first of all, I mean, obviously physical stuff, but... Um, like y'all got titties. Yeah, well, some of y'all got titties, too. Me. Yeah, you, well, you have a crumb on your titties, Mike. <laughs> but I've had them since I was like 10. They came in like... They came in like a wrecking ball. Were you a chubby little kid? Were you like the yeah. shirt in the... You guys, he's I showing mean, me as... Like your tits are bigger than mine. No, they're not. But not... Mine are hairier. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, no. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think there is a lot of social conditioning with gender stuff, which is what makes that whole gender sphere, that whole... Because there's so much going on in there, like with yeah, with like when people say the future is female, that mean that must mean that females are different. These females, these I like females. I like talking about gender like a black man. <laughs> these females. where I'm like I do, and I don't know if this is just me getting older. It's some type of narcissism because I have always been inherently feminist in that. Of course, man, these fucking females. Well, it's I, of course I'm like of course women should be paid the same for doing the same job or whatever, like do, yeah. doing as well. But like I've never been someone who's like. Men are stupid, mm-hmm. but I'm getting to the point where there are things that I'm, I think, <laughs> I think men are really dumb about, and I don't like that that's a thought I have. Why? Because I'm going, yeah, are no, they, is it real. dumb? Is dumb like a dismissive way to think of it? We're dumb about stuff, but we're smart about stuff like math and comedy. <laughs> about math. and I think right. women 
and I don't even know if it's like smarter is the word or if it's just we operate differently. Mm-hmm. For as much as people go, women tend to be more emotional. I also think that they have higher emotional intelligence. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Theory of mind. Well, it's just the ability to like emotionally relate to people, mm-hmm. which maybe is why there's less women doing the like, that's mine. Yeah. Because they understand that feelings change. Yeah. But, th- but that's also a it blanket doesn't statement. Seem like, it doesn't seem like with women there's like the power structure, like the power struggle competitive stuff where it's like, I got to be the best and I got to f- I gotta fuck everyone else and defeat everyone else. Well, I think that some of that's also... Do you see that? I mean, can you think of a, any woman who's like that? I mean, I see women who I think do view others, specifically women, as competition. Yeah. And I don't know how much is biology and how much is social... So, so social yeah, yeah what is the word i'm looking for well, Soci- I think socialized but i guess that's the thing we're not supposed to know I we mean, just have are to, we because it's like if you just strip have to down not be pieces of shit well if you strip away the social conditioning but some of that is to keep us from being fucking animals like rape is illegal yeah thank god so we've stopped raping as much yeah and like in my opinion the lack of rape is partly from social conditioning. Yeah. Because, like, which is a shitty thing to say, it's but, good like... It's rape is legal, because I, I feel like when I walk around, like, everybody wants to rape me. Yeah? Yeah. I kind of look we... like a... No. <laughs> you look like a midnight, midnight I cowboy? I look like a young Travolta. Yeah. John Travolta? Yeah. No, I'm like a handsome man, is what I'm saying, and everybody wants to rape me. So yeah, it's good people that see small. you, and they're like, I should attack that yeah. divorced dad? Is that <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's such a weird thing to say, but when you look at the animal world yeah all the sex is right mm-hmm. like the female animals are constantly like i mean yeah. not all of it but and like, then when you go to the motherfucking zoo and you see those lions trying to get away man lion is the motherfucking boss i mean men I lion mean, fuck men lion yeah sometimes no but that's because they see people sneaking into the zoo and f- <laughs> and to assert their dominance they have gay sex in front that's of what's them. That's funny. I saw this article once about gay lions, and, and somebody was like, I don't know what's happening. They must have picked up this behavior from people who, <laughs> who snuck into the zoo. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. They just saw men fucking, and they're like, we'll do it too. Yeah. No. Whoa, okay. Well, it's probably just like animals are horny, like, and it feels stop. good. Yeah. They're like, stop coming into the zoo and fucking. Yeah, you're, you're giving you're them. turn the lions gay. <laughs> Did you hear when Alex Jones said that? He was like, they're putting chemicals in the water, turning the frogs gay. Of course Alex Jones said that. Yeah. And then somebody made this meme. It was a frog. You have breasts like Alex Jones. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's a podcast. Why do you think I podcast? So that people don't have to look at your tits. tits. Yeah. Why are you giving the secret away? (laughs) I I mean, I I have like a, if I tried, I could have a nice chest. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we could all have a nice chest. I know, but it's not like. If you didn't eat cupcakes. As bad as. It's not as bad as... <laughs> you guys, he's just playing with his own tits. I don't know. Anyway. You found love. You're fine. I guess I'm the same way. If I, if I lay down, if I lay flat, yeah. You actually, If you lay flat, it looks like a woman with nice breasts laying down. <laughs> just like supple No, I nipples. look like a normal man. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, we just went way into rape. Yeah, let's go deeper. Which is terrible. Let, let no, us. but I was at the zoo. I was at the Cincinnati Zoo, and like I, I saw these uh, this lady duck get like gang raped. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I, t- I called my friend, and I was like, I saw this, and she was like, Oh my god, who was gang raping her? 
And I was yeah. like, some zoo employees, they just... Uh, <laughs> it's like, ducks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it like, people? Well, that's the thing but is... that's a joke. Sorry, good. Is that a joke? Well, that's a joke that I do. I'm like, it, you shouldn't feel bad about eating animals, because half the time you're just eating a rapist. That's so... That's so funny. Fuck everything. Animals... But I don't do that joke that much, because I feel weird about, like, triggering yeah. people sometimes. But yeah. then, like, the end of the joke is like... We're just eating a rapist half the time, so it's you shouldn't feel bad about it. And yeah. then I'm like, if Bill Cosby walked in here and slipped and fell and died. And we then should, we ate we him. We should just eat him. Yeah. <laughs> slipped and fell and died. Uh, just imagine just eating animals that had died of natural causes. Yeah. You think Bill Cosby's going to do a podcast? I don't think he can figure out a podcast. He'll be dead before then. Yeah. I mean, he's so old. How is he still going? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Podcasting is great for people who, but like, so, you know, like if you had the chance to interview him for years, you would, right? I don't think so. I don't. I didn't have any like connection to him really. I didn't watch the show. You wouldn't like, but I was more of a step by step guy. Oh my day so if, by if, day. Yeah. Yeah. So if Patrick Duffy raped thirty seven women, I'd be like, I would probably be Pat. at open mics defending him, like all the black comics were oh my gosh really i didn't see that over here did you see that when it first came out when it very first yeah i guess i did see some people going but it makes sense because it's like you know it's probably a guy that you had this connection to that was like your moral you know your moral authority it it would be like if my grandfather raped 50 people yeah it's like hard to see i'd be like wait a minute wait a minute my grandfather was trying to buy nbc (laughs) and that's why They didn't want him to take it. That's yeah. just... Black conspiracies are so much better than white conspiracies. Are they? I think all conspiracies are... Are what? I don't see coloring in conspiracies. Oh, no, okay. I, I just enjoy a good conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. What's your favorite? What are your favorites? I mean, there's one that says, like, Andrew W.K. was a different guy. He's been replaced with other people. Oh, really? Yeah, there's one... I forget. Oh, man. Yeah. The one about Avril Lavigne being dead? Yeah. That's crazy. And Paul McCartney, too. They say he was replaced with like a, a lookalike. A robot? Yeah. It's crazy. But also, yeah. if you were Paul McCartney, you could just have someone replace you and just go live quietly. Yeah. Like, he could still be alive. Just yeah. Maybe he on just an island. To, and yeah. he's like, you go do that. I'll take the rest of this money and go. Got sick of it, yeah. I mean, I feel like... I forget, but I like I like the bizarre, the bizarre ones. I just like people who are like, Elvis is still alive! I saw Hitler at the beach. And you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Um, That's a fun one, though. The Hitler in Argentina? The Hitler in Argentina. That's, all, yeah. I mean, I guess, the, I didn't know about that till I got older. Like, I, oh, I Argentina don't know much just about that either. I wish I did. Uh, yes. That yeah. must be so weird. I wonder how they feel about all the, like, Latin people. <laughs> yeah. Well, Argentina is like the whitest South American country. Oh, so they're like, let's go here where yeah. it's safe. Like Argentinians look down on other um, Spanish people. Do they? Yeah. How do you know that? You just make that up? No, they're like the whitest. Because I met an Argentinian. I met one Argentinian guy one time. And, and he, he was said like, that? He was like, no, but he was like European. And then I, I've heard that from other Spanish people that they're, for some reason, they're like the. They're the pretentious. I think they have the most European influence. Oh, they so have they a lot feel... of Italian influence too. Oh, so they're racist like you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that racist. You're not that racist. That's hilarious. Well, I'm like I'm like becoming super woke now. Like I read New Jim Crow, and I feel like I am kind of mad that a lot of racism was like drilled into my head. Yeah, when no, I was a when kid. you don't understand, like 
just being from Jersey, like even my pa- like my parents were like, listen, like about interracial dating. Like, They're listen, like, don't, do, don't do it. Don't. Because the blacks don't like it either. Like they don't want to breathe. They don't want their daughter coming home with you. You're like, don't yeah. worry, mom. Yeah. I have a black boyfriend that I met at a movie theater. His name's Midnight Cowboy. Um, Who you? No. Me? Yeah, I was. Oh. It was dumb. Okay. I remember making a joke about. I asked my, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I asked my grandma. She, I was like, "What would bother you more if I was gay or if I dated a black woman?" And she was like, "Well, if you were gay, that wouldn't be your fault." <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, my grandma. But she is loved like, Ben Carson, though. Really? Yeah. My grandma was the most. She was so racist. Yeah. I was on a family cruise once, and it's like you don't you don't realize it when you're little, and then as you get older, you're like you just hear it like slipping out, and you're like, oh my god, was yeah. has this been there the whole time? Yeah, yeah. We were on a cruise. That's because my family's very classy. We go on cruises. Yeah. Um, and we're eating dinner, and the waiter comes around. He's like, "Does anyone want coffee?" And so I got coffee, and he's like, "Do you want cream or sugar?" And I was like, "No, I like my coffee black." Just like I like my men, right, Grandma? And my grandma, without missing a beat, was like, shame on you. <laughs> and it's just. That's not that bad because you're telling her about who you're fucking. Well, then I fucked a, a black man and the next day she died. So I feel really? like I killed her like oh. from across the country. Yeah. But, oh, worth it. All the cum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you mean all the cum? They come more? No, I come. I came a lot. Oh. I don't say I come more. I don't know. I haven't done like a. Hmm. hmm. I haven't we fucked should, enough of every sample size. <laughs> Mythbusters. <laughs> That's amazing. That's what well, is just so funny. Just the little tiny pieces of like racism and stuff like that growing up that you don't realize when you're, when you're ju- just surrounded by it. Yeah. It just feels like no a one norm. explained to me like the dynamic of, you know, the, the whole social were, system, the whole social system. And like, yeah. So I just thought that black people were just kids at school who bullied me. Yeah, That's like it's I like became, you didn't know. I didn't see the disparity in the, you know, and all the economics and like what they go through on a daily basis, just yeah. like because of how the so, like their, you know, social conditioning and yeah. And then when you're educated to it, you you know, you see the world differently. Yeah. And then it's like if a if a, you know, if a if a black driver is like, you know, doesn't go when the light turns green, you don't honk at them because you're like <laughs> your life's been hard enough. Yeah, you're like. But if they're white, you know? you're like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, go. Buddy, what are you fucking just counting your bank account numbers? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah. Really I give good people of color a, a break a lot. I mean, I won't give money to homeless white men. You won't? No. I'm like, you did yeah. this to yourself. I give them extra money. This world was set <laughs> like, up for go you. Team. <laughs> See, that, that, yeah, that stuff kind of bugs me, though. I mean, that's not really true. I, I will give money to any home. I'm like a sucker. I can't carry cash because I'll run out of money. Yeah. Because I'll just like every person. I'm like, oh, God, they're just there. They're hurting and they're hungry. And yeah, I mean, I love when people go, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh you failed and you're a white man. And well, yeah, it's implying like, that like you're. Yeah. That you're superhuman. You're just set up for success. Yeah. Well, it's also like there is the aspect of like yes there are like what about mental illness or yeah mental illness drug addiction and also like there are white people who aren't yeah it's just such a financially basic way to like set up to succeed yeah. which is like my family we're like poor white trash um yeah are you sick of me yet yeah i am we'll wrap up i know you're sick of this no um, i'm not i'm was i gonna i don't know well it's, i just it just goes to so you can't like make Blanket statements about any group, except yeah. for fucking Italians. 
Thank you. Yeah, all we a can bunch take of it. Sauce smuggling mafia. Sauce mafia wannabes. You've been to Italy? Parlo yeah. Italiano? Yeah, un poco. Si. Mm. My, uh, anche too, right? You also? Uh, you si. speak some Italian. Uh, We're going to annoy people if we do yeah. this. Boo, bitty boo, bitty <laughs> you guys know what I'm saying. Um, uh, I'm going to marry an Italian man in Italy and mm. run away forever. There you go. Um, or not. I'm going to die in a drain. <sighs> Very Italian. Um, okay. Dying in a drain? What? Dying in a drain? I think so. I don't know why. She's my mama. She die in the drain. You have? Do you have mafia ties? You're not allowed to say. I wish I did, but I I have none whatsoever. You have none. Yeah. Did you when you were a little? When you were like middle school, did you lie? You're like my family's in the mafia. No, because everybody like, I I, I grew up around so many Italian kids that, that like, like people actually were. Yeah, and a lot of the kids in my school were like fake, fake tough guys that I wanted to like distance myself from. Oh. So I was like, yeah. What's your like da- What's kids. your dad do? Is he a contractor? He's a banker. Oh yeah, you said that, yeah. and that's how we wrap up. Um, you it? said that at the beginning. Yeah. Um, all right, this has been fun. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like we talked about a lot of different things. I hope so. We we got into gender. We got into race. Autism. We got into we, autism. We touched it all, you guys. Do you think I'm autistic? Um, no. I think you have a creative mind, and people who don't fit the mold of what. What we're told people are supposed to be like, everyone wants to put a label on them. I think there's this cookie cutter idea that people have of what like a person's supposed to be like, and none of us are like that. Yeah. That's why I have a huge problem with how mental illness is handled, because there's a huge problem with mental illness getting enough, um, like mentally ill people getting the care they need, but then also I think there's a lot of things that get labeled mental illness that are possibly like, no, this is, I'm not ill. My brain yeah. just works differently than yours. I'm sad. Yeah. And I think if Target makes a shirt that says obsessive Christmas disorder, you should tweet at them nonstop for three days and say that they've ruined your life and then demand an apology. I mean, I would do that not because I actually had my life ruined, because like if I could try to get free stuff from any place, I will. Yeah. <laughs> like I wait for airlines to fuck up every time I fly. I'm like, oh, yeah. get those miles. It's nice. <sighs> I mean, the tweeting I do when animals die on an airplane is like, I'm coming. I'm getting I'm getting a free flight too, even though I wasn't oh, there. Oh, do you do that? No. Oh. But I think about it. Can you? Yeah. I feel like if you're just so devastated mm-hmm. and keep complaining, they might like give you ten thousand miles or something. I know. I mean I can't get a credit card because my credit's too bad, so I have to find other ways. Oh boy. All right. Mike, where can people find you? You can check out my podcast, The Sit Down, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to shows. Um it's a fun show. We talk about organized crime and other stuff that's related to it. And uh it's good. I've been having fun with it. And then I'm at Mike Racine on Twitter. I'm at Racine Mike on Instagram because they disabled my at Mike Racine. What did you Instagram. do? I don't know. I just couldn't access the account one day and I couldn't. Are you get sure? It. Did you put like a picture of your dick up? Not or something? that I know of. Did you get drunk and get on Instagram? Not that I know of. Hmm. At uh, Racine Mike. Okay. Yeah, but check out the the podcast, the sit down. It's uh Um follow him on Instagram because his Instagram stories are great because um he's constantly getting yelled at. I'm kidding. I love your Instagram stories, though. Thanks. Um, This is probably the cops calling me. All right. Uh, Bye, guys.